0: That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style/slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A R M O I R E, dot style/slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armwire today. You're listening to Minimalish, a podcast where we talk about simplifying our stuff I'm your host Desiree, I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. I wanna put out a little disclaimer that this episode is a topic that has been very near and dear to my heart, is very important to me, and when I do solo episodes, I know I used to be like very wordy. And so I, I tried really hard to tone myself down. And I really tried to take out like a lot of my repetition and the ways in which I may over explain things or tell really long stories because I do that. And I know myself. This episode today, I did not tone it down much. So I just let my wordiness be wordy this topic I had so much to say and I knew that my thoughts weren't perfectly organized but I could not get them there I could not get them too perfectly organized and I really wanted to put out this episode anyways so I really hope that it is even though it's wordy I hope that you're able to take something away from it I hope that you are able to feel encouraged by it maybe just breathe a little more by the end of it I hope it changes your life as much as it is changing mine without further ado, let's get to it. Welcome back to Minimalish. Today, I have to be honest with you. I'm feeling groggy and just like cloudy. My head is feeling cloudy. I think it's, well, one, my daughter was up coughing a lot last night and so we were all up. (laughs) Um, So it was just not the best night of sleep, which comes with parenthood, but We've been getting pretty good sleep lately, so it. I feel like it always throws you through a loop when you get one day of bad sleep after a lot of good days. If you're like consistently getting bad days of sleep, that's a whole other story. You learn to function on it, but at least that's what it feels like for me. Like One bad day of sleep in the midst of a bunch of good days always just throws me off, so that's where I'm at today. Um, but I do need to record this episode today, and it's kind of perfect because... This episode is going to be discussing perfectionism. And if I decided I was going to try to perfect this episode, then I would probably hold off on recording it today. I have had trouble getting it out on paper the way that I want it to, and I just, to get it out and be done with it. Because I can't stop thinking about this topic, and I feel like I've become consumed with it. So here we are. Today, we are going to talk about perfectionism. And I'm bringing you a solo episode today, so it will just be you and I talking about this. So let's dive in. Many of you may have pressed play on this podcast today because you want to be encouraged towards your goal of a more peaceful home or a more intentional life. And I hope that if you've been listening for a while, then you have found many takeaways that have helped you get closer to that goal. I have been working towards that goal for over five years now. And I can confidently say that five years in, I still have not arrived. If you wanna put that in quotation mark, this idea of arriving at the school, right? I still have a lot of room to grow. Sometimes that makes me hesitant to record this episode, these episodes every, every week, because I just know that my house doesn't look perfectly tidy all the time. I've got messes. Now that we've moved, I have probably like 30 to 40% of our stuff still in boxes downstairs, and I have really no real plan to go through it right now. I don't need that space at the moment, eventually we will make more use of it. But yeah, it's just, it's not on my radar, it's not on my list of priorities right now, so shouldn't I be like obsessed with decluttering and have a completely uncluttered home? and be the most intentional person in the world if I am talking about it every week? Of course, the answer is no, nobody's perfect. We don't teach things from a place of perfection. We do not talk about things from a place of perfection. I always want this to be a space that is very real and for you to always know that I'm coming at it from always a place of learning. And I learned something over the past several months. Because I found myself getting closer and closer to what I want my home to feel like after all these years. And I found myself getting closer to what I want my days to feel like all these years. Again, not perfect, but just closer. Like it feels good. It's been feeling pretty good. And it's been feeling at the point where, like I said, I don't feel, especially when it comes to like my clutter and my house, I don't really feel a need To like put it on the top of my priorities list that I'm constantly decluttering, even though I know that I have stuff that I could donate that's in my basement right now. I hope that makes sense. It's kind of like a feeling of contentment that I've maybe come close to in the past, but it has just been out of reach and I'm starting to just feel more content. Now, it isn't more minimalism and decluttering that has helped me get closer, Although I will say we have less clutter in our actual living space because we do have boxes that we just left packed (laughs) in our basement, but I don't think that's it. I don't think that is what has gotten me closer to this feeling of contentment. And it isn't better home management that has made my home like a more content place to be, although that's part of it. Like I said, I do think I, my home is less cluttered than it's been and I have been able to manage my home better than I have in the past. It's because I have started to name perfectionism when I see it come up in my mindset and in my day. And I've started to really pay attention to it. And I've started to really refuse to allow myself to inch anywhere near it. I've shifted my mindset about the way I look at a room when I come into it and it's messy. I've shifted the way that I care about that and that I care about how others would perceive that. I've shifted my thoughts on a cluttered playroom and little tiny things that are probably trash that really could be decluttered. I've shifted my perspective and the amount of weight that I put on those things. It's a disregarding of kind of any kind of all or nothing mindset when it comes to the way that I approach my home and my days and really my life in general. Perfectionism has been a struggle for me for as long as I can remember. I remember when I was in elementary school. It's like one of the only things I remember about elementary school is that I was really bad at timed tests. And the thing is that I was really good at math, but these math time tests, I would do really poorly on them. It didn't make sense. I remember my teacher discussing with my mom in a teacher-parent meeting, she observed me and she saw that I was being a perfectionist in my work and it slowed me down. It's so interesting because that theme has prevailed in my life. I can kind of take a bird's eye view and see when I procrastinate things, when I avoid things. A lot of times it's perfectionism getting in my way of even starting because I know that I don't know all the steps I need to take to whatever it is or I am not going to be able to do it perfectly or I'm going to tidy up a space and then my kids are going to come and mess it up and I will never really achieve perfection and I would never say that is why I'm avoiding something but now I can kind of look back and see that that's been a theme in my life a lot of times it's been one of the reasons I procrastinate and I avoid things because of perfectionism. It takes me longer to do things, longer to even want to start something because of it. Maybe you can relate to that. Or maybe perfectionism isn't as ingrained in you in that way. But I think many of us might fall victim to perfectionism because of the internet. Because we see highlight reels online all the time. Or we see someone talking about their perfect, amazing home management system And we know it would help us if we implement it, but the way that they're talking about it, even if they're not meaning to, it just like we are perceiving that they are doing it perfectly and we start and we try it, and we're just not achieving it as perfectly as we perceive that they are. So perfectionism gets in our way. Maybe perfectionism has tripped you up in your journey to decluttering and minimalism. For me, I've told this story on the podcast many times. It's the reason I use the word minimal-ish. It's the reason I have the Minimal-ish podcast. Is because when I first decluttered my home and when my family first kind of dove into minimalism, I started to feel like a year into it, like it wasn't for me. Because all of the pictures that I saw online of minimalism looked so tidy and so perfect. And all the white walls and... Updated homes and that's just not what I had. That was not my result of minimalism of decluttering my home I still had messes. I still had a normal 1950s home that I lived in at the time and I was just kind of like, okay I don't think I belong in this space I was doing a podcast called the minimalist family podcast at the time and I felt like I could not measure up I wanted to I wanted to strive for that perfect image but it wasn't going to work for me. I was exhausted. I had to throw away perfectionism, reframe what minimalism could look like for me to be able to keep going. Perfectionism still has kept showing up for me in the years since. That was about four years ago that I had that realization. It especially showed up when I tried to achieve routines or home management. Like I said, Even if a routine was going well for me, like a new laundry routine or something like that, like a laundry system, because I've always struggled with the laundry. I would get on board, I would start it out, it would be going so smoothly, and then I would miss one day. And then because of that, I'd get mad at myself. Like, I'm just not good at this. I'm just not perfect at it. That's not what I would say, but (laughs) looking back, that's kind of what I can see, is that I was striving for perfection in every area. So as soon as, I couldn't achieve it, I would just throw it out the door. I would abandon whatever system it was when I didn't make it happen perfectly. And that's just one example. It has happened time and time again in so many different ways in my life. But what I am learning is that perfect is not a real standard. It is not a real standard that we can put on our lives because it is simply not achievable. Nobody is achieving Anything is achieving anything with a perfect record. They are not reaching perfectionism. Nobody is. Striving for perfect will cause us to burn out in any circumstance. And maybe you don't burn out in the same way as me. Maybe you don't like throw out the whole thing if you don't achieve perfection. That's what I do. Don't recommend it. Maybe you just get like really cranky. You keep going, but you're cranky about it because you keep striving for it and you keep spinning your wheels. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe it looks different for you. Only you can answer what that looks like for you when you continually strive for perfection. But it causes burnout in some way. And it will manifest in our lives in whatever way we personally react to that burnout. So what is your reaction when you miss a day of like a routine you're trying to establish? Or when you bring something more into your home and clutter starts piling up again, or when your closet still doesn't look as organized and minimal as it did in your head when you started decluttering it? Do you abandon the endeavor that you believed was important enough to start in the first place? Or do you keep going and just get really cranky about it or angry with others in your life? How does it manifest for you? Perfectionism tells us that our outcome has to look a certain way to be deemed successful. So if we are shooting for whatever perfectionism we've made up in our heads, whatever the perfect standard is, we will never reach a point of success. And that feels really exhausting to never be able to feel successful in anything that we're doing because we are always shooting for the perfect standard. As I'm saying this, like, I just want you to know, this is emotional for me because I feel this so much. So maybe you're listening, and you're like, whoa, I'm not like that. Or maybe you're listening and you're really relating to it. I still think perfectionism touches most of us in our current culture because we can see so many other people's lives. And so we have to find a way to move past it, or get rid of it, identify it in our life when it pops up. And knock it back down, right? We have to find a way to get past this because living in a way that you're constantly comparing yourself to others, feeling like you are not quite there or constantly feeling unsuccessful because you haven't achieved this perfect thing you've made up in your head, this perfect standard, that is not a very happy way to live. What I have learned is that the farther I get from perfectionism in my home, in the way I approach parenting, in the way I approach my work, whatever it is, the farther I get from perfectionism, the more happy that I am, the more joyful I am, the more I'm able to like have fun and be myself. Perfectionism steals so much from us. These are just three things that I realize that perfectionism has stolen from me. And I think it's probably somewhat universal. Like if we are striving for perfection in our lives, these are three things that it might be stealing from you. So first of all, I encourage you to pause because I feel like I'm getting very serious (laughs) and deep in this episode. And I encourage you to pause to really think about what we just talked about and think about how perfectionism is making its way into your life. I would say most of us are probably not using the word perfect. It's pretty logical that we can't achieve anything perfectly That doesn't mean that we're still not still trying to do so and that's how it is for me i would never say like oh man i really just want to do that perfectly and i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to start this routine i'm gonna try to do it perfectly i would never just flat out say that but i can look i can reflect and realize that that is what i'm actually trying to do so i encourage you to stop and reflect a little bit how is perfectionism showing up in your life I've been trying to cook at home more to save money in our budget going out to eat or ordering out can add up quickly there's nothing like having the right tools to help you be the best home cook you can be for me this isn't about having a ton of fancy gadgets, but rather just having good quality classics, like a good set of non-stick pots and pans. But I didn't realize a set that I had for years weren't really the healthiest pots and pans to be using, but there's nothing worse than when food sticks to your pan. So I really wanted to find a safe option for non-stick cookware. And I'm so grateful that I found GreenPan and that they are sponsoring this episode. Back in 2007, GreenPan's founders discovered that traditional nonstick pans were made with plastic coatings that can turn toxic with heat. That's why they created a new alternative without forever chemicals. They introduced the world to ceramic nonstick cookware, so why does cooking with ceramic matter? It doesn't emit fumes when it's cooked, it conducts heat evenly, it's super easy to clean up, and it allows you to cook with less oil or butter, making the foods you cook a little lighter. Green Pan also carries kitchen appliances, bakeware, and premium cutlery, which is crafted from recycled steel. I absolutely love the nonstick quality of Green Pan. I have the Valencia line, and I love how perfectly they cook up my morning eggs they just slide right off the pan when they're done cooking once i fry them up with just a little bit of butter it is 2023 are you still cooking with pans made out of plastic head to greenpan.us and use promo code minimalish and you'll receive 30 percent off your entire order plus free shipping on orders over 99 dollars that's right 30% off. Whether you buy one pan or a whole set, that's 30% off. So head to greenpan.us and make sure you use our promo code minimalish. Okay, so hopefully you paused. Hopefully you thought about it and now you're back. Maybe you've even written it down, which I also encourage. I want to talk about these three ways that perfectionism is stealing from us. It has stolen from me and ways it might be stealing from you as well. And the reason I want to kind of throw these out there is I think they're good motivation (laughs) for really dealing with how perfectionism is showing up in our lives. So the first way that perfectionism steals from us is one that I've kind of touched on already and that is it steals our time. I've talked about how perfectionism has stolen from me, has stolen time from me because I delay things. I procrastinate things because of perfectionism. And it's also made me quit things a lot. It has made me quit workout programs or routines that probably would have really been fine if I just would have kept going after a missed day or habits or whatever. And stolen time, like in my work, I will sit down to work. And instead of like doing something that I actually need to do, and that would actually be worth my time, I search for like the perfect organization system for my work and notes and whatever. Like why? Why am I constantly striving for the best thing, the perfect way to do something? It doesn't exist. And if it wasn't for the way I let perfectionism show up in my life, I could save a lot of time. I could use my time more wisely. It has also stolen my time in the way that it has, number two, stolen my joy. So I think perfectionism can steal a lot of our joy for a number of reasons. One example of this for me is that the pursuit of like a perfect home or perfect home management systems. I'm just kind of sticking with this example because it's one that is relevant to me and maybe to you if you're a mom, and if you take a lot of responsibility of the management of your home, which I know many listeners, that's the case, but not everyone. So apply this to kind of your own thing, whatever it is. But for me, I have realized recently, as I have made a point to identify when I'm feeling that perfectionism pop up and try to get further and further away from the perfect standards that I set up for whatever reason, I realize that it has stolen my joy because the things I enjoy doing and the things that bring me life, like playing with my kids and just being present with them or reading a book or, I don't know, going for a walk, like being with my family and just fully being present in those moments. A lot of times I will kind of put up a roadblock in my way of doing those things that I truly enjoy so it becomes my daughter's asking me to play with her and it becomes I will play with you for five minutes and then I have to get this done whatever it is like the laundry or the dishes or whatever I'll play with you for five minutes but I really have to get this done right and it's kind of like it feels frantic like oh I'll just I got to get this playing out of my way so that I can get to the actual important things like doing the dishes again why (laughs) why why do i feel like i need to achieve no dishes in my sink personally like i do like having a clear sink it helps my day run better but is it so important that i can only play with my child for five minutes so that i can continue spinning my wheels of like trying to get this house perfect and picking up every room that is then going to be played in again and messed up again like those things are important I do value tidying up my home I think it's important I think it's great but it is not the most important thing and it is not the thing that brings me the most joy now playing with your kids might not be your favorite thing in the world but I can almost bet that one of the reasons you don't absolutely love it is because you constantly have this list in your head of other things you should be doing. If you always feel that way, like I should be doing something different, maybe shift our mindset to this thing that is important and brings me joy. Sitting here with my kids, watching them learn, watching them be creative. This is the most important thing I could be doing right now. And then I'll get to those other things. We say it all the time, like the dishes will still be there tomorrow. Do the things you love. Do the things you enjoy. But really, like (laughs) how many times do we let that get in the way, at least in our mindset? let it. We might sit down and play with our kids anyways, but we're letting it get in the way of enjoyment. And that's just one example. The example doesn't have to be playing with your kids. It can also be anything else, like sitting down, relaxing, sitting down with a book or doing the hobby that you love doing. Are you letting... Perfectionism steal the things that you enjoy because you feel like you constantly have to strive for your home to look a certain way or strive for your to-do list to get all checked off or whatever it might be for you and you cannot enjoy your life. you cannot do the things that you enjoy until you get those things done. That might be a sign that perfectionism is stealing your joy. I've started to think of it different. I just want to throw this mindset shift in here right now while we are talking about that example because I I just couldn't keep brushing my daughter off and be like, I could play with you for a few minutes and then I have to get to this, this, and this. I just didn't want that to be the way that I was living. I didn't want that to be the way our days at home were or the message that I was sending her. There are things that we need to do and get done in an adult life right there are responsibilities and our kids can be responsible for things too and do their own chores like those things are important too but I've just started to shift my mindset instead of like I will crunch in the things that I enjoy to these like tiny small little five minute time frames because I have to move on and do all the very very important to-do list things instead of that I've shifted it to like let me just hurry up and get these dishes done and out of the way so that we can move on to enjoying our day together and that's kind of what my home management system is all about these days is just like how can I do the bit the minimum to keep our house running and then have certain days where we focus on getting other things done or we focus on the things that have kind of slipped by but how can I focus on the minimum things that We need to keep our home running so that the rest of our day can be full of learning together and enjoying each other and important things, like the real important things. Now, again, I don't want it to sound like managing our home is not important. Of course it is. It's just anything. It's not just managing our home. For me, that is like my work. And for me, that's the thing that gets in my way. So whatever it is for you, these things are still important. We still have to do them. And they still can those things can even be joyful but are you trying to perfect them so much that they are getting in the way of anything else that you would actually truly find joy in doing perfectionism had me making a long list of what i needed to get done every day not fully achieving it just being upset brushing off and shoving onto the back burner all the things that would truly bring me joy and that i would enjoy doing Letting go of perfectionism has helped me keep that list short each day, which helps me make room for truly enjoying my people and my day. And there's nothing more important. Life is too short to let perfectionism steal our joy. I will say like another way that it can steal our joy is it can take the joy out of these tasks that could be just fine. Like household management, could be fun it could be joyful we could bring our kids into it right but if they don't do things the way that we want it done maybe that's stealing our joy and maybe we're just like i'll do it all if we don't delegate things to other people or don't allow our partner to do things because they do it their way and so we try to manage it all because we want it done a certain perfect way that's another way perfectionism can steal our joy and and our time Okay, it's just so many things. There are so many ways it steals our joy. And so I'm sorry if I got a little wordy there. All right, the last way that I think perfectionism has really stolen from me is it has stolen my contentment, which again, goes along with joy. These all are tied together. Contentment, a content life is also often a joyful life. So striving for perfection will steal your contentment. How can you be content if there's always something else to check off on the to-do list? And there is, right? There will always be more to get done. We cannot be content if we are striving for perfection, if we're striving to get it all checked off. How can you be content with your home if the image of the home you're trying to achieve is so unrealistic, is so perfect that you're not going to get there? How can we be content or even confident in the way that we parent if we are constantly scrolling the all the parenting accounts of like, how to be a better parent. It's not that there's not things to learn, but if we're striving for perfection, we're never going to achieve that. And we're never going to be content. If you want to be content, if you want to choose joy, if you want to be able to choose joy, you have to let go of perfectionism. I think we all want these things. We all want more time. We all want a joy-filled life. We all want to be more content with what we have. And that is A side of minimalism that I have found to be so rewarding is just as we pursue having less stuff and we put less value on stuff, we can often become more content with what we already have. But if we're striving for perfectionism, it might be hard to find full contentment in other areas of our life. It might be hard to actually get to that place of contentment. So I love minimalism because minimalism can bring us closer to contentment. It can bring us closer to joy. And we always talk about how our stuff steals our time. So minimalism can bring our time back, but it's interesting that minimalism can also be paired with perfectionism because perfectionism will steal all three of those things. It can destroy any chance of us having more time, having more joy-filled life, having contentment with what we've already got. Did you know that women are uniquely affected by higher levels of stress than men? Here are a couple of ways that's true. Prenatal stress has significant effects on pregnancy, fetal health, maternal health, and childhood development. Stress has a significant impact on a woman's ability to conceive. Stress can dramatically impact breast milk supply as well as nutritional composition and immunological properties of breast milk. I went through a really stressful season of life over the last year while I was postpartum and I was looking for something to aid me in handling that stress when I realized I was struggling to be the mom I wanted to be. I tried a supplement called Peaceful Mama, and this supplement has really helped me in so many ways. So on last week's episode, I got to have an expert in both women's health and natural formulations on the show, Stacy Littlefield. She formulated Peaceful Mama, and I am just really grateful that I now get to work with Stacy and Red Remedies. One of the things Stacy talked about is that for women who are pregnant, trying to conceive, or nursing, there are natural herbs and supplements that are not only safe, but they can provide real relief and solutions for stress reduction and peace, for emotional balance, and that support a calm and healthy digestive system. Stacy is a master herbalist, and she's formulated a number of award-winning supplements. She believes this one is her best yet, and I, for one, am very grateful for her and this supplement that she formulated. I cannot say enough good things about Peaceful Mama and just Stacey in general. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I'm going to refer you back there. You can go to redremedies.com. That's red with two D's. So R-E-D-D remedies.com and use our code minimalish to get 30% off. R-E-D-D remedies.com and use code minimalish to get 30% off. I want to thank Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free from fillers and contain less than 3 grams of sugar per serving, like Organifi green juice with essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha. It helps reduce stress and support healthy cortisol levels or Organifi Red Juice, a superfood punch that increases energy without the caffeine and only two grams of sugar. Each Organifi blend is my favorite is the red juice. It is one that I'm using a lot in this season of life to just give me the boost I need in the afternoon and doesn't come with that like caffeine crash that sometimes comes along with coffee. Each Organifi blend is easy to use by simply mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go, and they don't compromise quality for taste you can experience Organifi's high quality superfoods without breaking the bank. Head over to www.organifi.com slash minimalish and use code minimalish for 20% off your entire order. That's organifi.com slash minimalish and use code minimalish for 20% off your entire order. All right, let's get back to today's episode. So if you've related to any of this, the next step is starting to let go of perfectionism. And that feels very abstract because it's not something that you can like take and drop off at the Goodwill Donation Center, right? You cannot declutter it physically. So how do we let it go? Because minimalism is not just about letting go of our stuff, but about letting go of anything that is getting in our way, that is stealing our time, it's getting in the way of an intentional life. And perfectionism has certainly done that for me. I don't know about you, but I do think That more and more of us struggle with this because, like I said, the Internet lets us compare ourselves and see everyone else's perfect life or perfect version of whatever, insert whatever here. So with that said, how do we actually let go of it? And I don't really have the answer for you, but I can share what has worked for me, what is helping me, although I, again, I have not arrived It's not that perfectionism never gets in my way. And it's just one of those things where like, I'm probably never going to get to the place where I don't struggle with perfectionism. But it is something that I can continually shift my mindset on, continually recognize, learn to recognize it when it pops up in my life. And it's something that I am moving farther away from. Might pop up again in other seasons of life. My goal is to recognize it when it does so that I can kind of tackle it again and push it far, far away because it it's no good. Okay, so how do you let go of it? How do we let go of perfectionism? Here's what has worked for me. Although I would say, you know, think about it yourself. Like what what's gonna work for you? How does it pop up in your life? And therefore, how do you move farther away from it and knock it down when it does pop up? So for me, One thing that I do, and it's funny because I've been doing this. It's not like, oh, I recognize that perfectionism was an issue for me. And so I started doing this as a result of that. It's just something that I started doing and realizing that I kept doing it every single day. So I have a journal that I created. It's called Simple Morning Lists. And the first list of the day that I make every morning is called Things I'm Letting Go Of. And i don't know why well now i do because i reflected on it and i realized that it was a big issue for me is that i would write the word perfection on that list and it would almost be the first thing i write every single day like letting go of perfection now it wouldn't just be perfection perfection in my home letting go of perfection in my parenting like every day it would pop up in either the same way for multiple days if I was struggling with something specific or it would pop up in different ways and it's funny because I just started noticing it like wow I always need to let go of perfectionism so it must really be a struggle in my life so I started putting perfectionism on that list every day just out of habit and out of necessity And just writing it down every morning was one step that helped me because it helped me recognize how big of an issue it was in my life. It helped me recognize the areas of where it was popping up. So I love this list of things I need to let go of. I have it as part of my Simple Morning List journal, but you can make this list on your own in whatever journal you use or you could get the simple morning list whatever would work for you i just highly recommend a letting go of list and you know if you're struggling with perfectionism write that up there every single day is it going to like one day oh magically poof it's gone no but it's just the idea of recognizing something and naming it like perfection is perfectionism is getting in my way in some sort of way I'm going to try to make a point to notice when it does pop up today and I'm going to breathe and move forward, right? Let it go. So that is one way. Um, but then there's just some more like tangible ways that have worked for me. And it's gonna be individual. It's going to be something that you're gonna have to look at of like, what ways is it popping up in my life? And then what would actually work for me? But two things that have really worked for me is kind of creating these mindset shifts around the areas where I have felt like perfectionism is getting in my way and then also creating rules for myself, which is funny because that maybe sounds like a version of perfectionism, but it's just what works for me. So one example of a mindset shift that I've had is in my home management. I asked myself, how can I do the things that make our home run the best, those daily things? and how can i get them out of the way like they don't have to be perfect i just want to get them done so that we can go on with our life but the bulk of the day is going to be on being present with my for me it's with my kids cuz i'm home with them if you're at work maybe it's just like being able to be present in the most important parts of your work Maybe it's on the weekends for you. If you do work a full-time job and you feel like your house is out of hand, you gotta spend the whole weekend just picking up and managing the house. Instead, okay, what are the three biggest things that you can work on? Pepper those things in amongst like a weekend of joy and rest. I feel like that's such a big mindset shift. And I think it's a hard one to have because I feel like so many messages out there are like, how can we get more efficient? How can we do all the things? No, how can we enjoy our life? The last way I have moved further away from perfectionism, specifically in my home management, because that's like the example we're talking about, is creating rules for myself. So the rule that I have is I will do one laundry thing every day because laundry is just this home management system that I struggled with for so long. And so I just created this role, like I will do one laundry thing every day. Do I follow the role perfectly? No, that would be besides the point. I'm trying to get rid of perfectionism, trying to move further away from that. But it's just something that I try to make a point to do. It's important. I say it's important because we need our clothes to be washed, right? We need our towels. We need things. So I do one laundry thing every day. At first, I was like, I'm just going to do one load a day. And that one load a day was perfectionism hanging over my head because i never did a full load each day never never have achieved that so instead of trying to strive for something that i have literally have a zero track record of ever being able to do or ever even wanting to do like that was just a rule i made up because other people said it was good for them i made a rule that would work for myself so i guess making rules for yourself that will actually work for yourself like we have to get to know ourselves a little bit What is realistic for you? What would success look like for you? Because we want to be able to feel confident about ourselves. We want to be able to feel like we are having success in our days. We are enjoying our days. And if you're constantly striving for something that is like the perfect standard in your head and you're never getting there, then you're never achieving success. I know I already said this, but I just think it's really important to emphasize How different it feels to feel like successful at something because you have, I I don't want to say it like this, but like you've, you've put the standard in this place. I'm not going to say lowered the standard, but you've put the standard in a realistic place. So for me, instead of saying, I'm going to do one load of laundry a day, put away and everything. No, that's never going to happen. I'm going to do one laundry thing a day. Sometimes that thing is just getting a laundry load like through from the washer to the dryer by the end of the day the thing about doing one laundry thing a day is i don't let a load end up sitting there for days because i'm i'm in the laundry room like i don't avoid that place because i don't have this high standard on myself to get it all done one day instead it's like just go down there do one thing and then you can come back sometimes i end up doing two things right i switch from the washer to the dryer and i take stuff out of the dryer does it get folded no i'm not gonna do three things i am only have to do one thing based on my role. So that that is just like a very tangible example of how I have taken my perfectionist standards that I was never achieving for myself and making a new rule that I could actually achieve. Might sound silly to you, but that is what works for me. So I just gave you those examples because those have worked for me. But I want to encourage you to really think about, like I said before, how is perfectionism popping up in your life like what does it look like how is it manifesting in your life and then how would you personally be able to let go of it is it a mindset shift you need to make and repeat to yourself is it a new rule is it like lowering the standard for yourself as bad as that sounds it's not bad it's it's real because we've set bars way too high and we've set our bar based on how someone else is doing something we are all different Okay. I could say so much more. I could repeat myself 400 more times, but I am going to end this episode here because I know I've already said a lot and I've probably already repeated myself a lot too. This topic is important to me. I hope that you have gained something from this episode. Maybe it's just kind of brought to your attention the way that perfectionism is playing a role in your life and is stealing things from you. And I hope you take some time to think about that and reflect on it and work towards moving away from that perfectionism because I noticed such a difference in my life when I just let go and breathe a little and just like prioritize enjoying my life instead of striving for perfection. I think we all deserve to live that way. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you share it with a friend or share it on Instagram. And I will talk to you right back here again on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old.